0: Welcome to episode number seven of Strengthening the Brethren Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Larson. Today, I'm talking about our newly appointed Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. The Lord has truly blessed us by putting one of his children in this important position. It was amusing to read that many House reps Googled Speaker Johnson after the fact to see who they picked. It reminded me of the very first Jimmy Stewart movie I watched, called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. In the movie, a U.S. senator died and so the seat needed to be filled temporarily. So the governor of that state appointed Stewart's character, Jefferson Smith. Smith was a country boy scoutmaster who loved America but was naive about politics. Some senior senators assumed that he would be easy to manipulate. That was until he proposed a bill where the federal government would make a loan to buy a plot of land for a national boys camp, which was in the same location of the elites planned to build a dam for graft. Corruption was inadvertently exposed in the end. Like Mr. Smith, the congressman from Louisiana exhibits love for our nation and her history and has a strong conviction for upholding the rule of law. Congressman Mike Johnson is a born-again Christian who grew up in a Christian home. In an interview with the Family Research Council, or FRC, who has had a long-running relationship with the House rep, Mike Johnson said, the only seedbed of virtue is in religious faith. Some think religion and a relationship with Jesus Christ are mutually exclusive, but they aren't. James 1, 26 through 27 says, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion, and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their afflictions, And to keep himself unspotted from the world, we see in this passage that religion, in of itself, is neither good or bad. It just depends on who or what the object is. If Jesus alone is the object, then your religion is pure. If your religion is based on looking good and sounding good before men, think of the Pharisees. Then it is vain. A man with a vain religion has no filter and speaks all his mind, which the Bible says is foolish. Proverbs 29, verse 11. A man with pure religion is compassionate and takes care that his words are fitly spoken like apples of gold and pitchers of silver. Proverbs 25, 11. The latter part of James 1, says that this man keeps himself unspotted from the world. In this verse, pure means clean, undefiled means unsoiled, unspotted means unblemished. This man's motivation is that the love of Christ constrains him, 2 Corinthians 5.14. This doesn't mean he's perfect, but rather he is striving to be more like Christ. I appreciated that Speaker Johnson called out Hamas for the terrorist organization that it is. Those that oppose Israel are in direct opposition to God. Israel is God's chosen nation. Fun fact, the land which Israel occupies today is much smaller than what was originally given to them. In Genesis 15:18, the Lord told Abraham, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Notice the tense in this verse. In language, we know that there is past tense, present tense, and future tense. But here, God uses perfect tense, not future tense. Abraham was 75 when he left Haran, where he stopped after leaving Ur of the Chaldees. God gave Abraham this promise well before Isaac was born. Ishmael, who was not the promised seed, was born when Abraham was 86 years old. Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. That's at least 14 years before God gave Abraham this promise to his promised seed. Perfect tense means that is as good as done. A great example of perfect tense in the New Testament is where the The apostle Paul wrote to believers in Ephesians that we are seated in heavenly places, chapter 2, verse 6. It's like we're already there. Israel today is in a very non-strategic geographical location. It is surrounded by mountains and bodies of water. It has to depend upon the Lord much for its protection. It's smaller than the state of New Jersey. The Israelis are clearly not the bullies that their enemies like to portray them to be. Now... Mr. Johnson believes in America and that all those in office are appointed by God. God appoints all leaders from our parents to the presidential office. The Family Research Council put out a newsletter about how we can pray for our new speaker. First, pray for wisdom. James 1.5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given you. Our country is in the mess it's in because our leaders as a whole are making decisions based on worldly wisdom instead of godly wisdom. Worldly wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. James 3, verses 15 through 16. These people are following after their own interests rather than looking at ways to make our country work better. We want the congressmen from Louisiana to have godly wisdom. That will happen as he walks in close fellowship with the Lord by prayer and by time spent in the Bible. He seems to be us all Christian, so I think we can trust him to do that. Pray for discernment. Psalms 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. If Speaker Johnson remains in close communion with the Lord, he will be able to spiritually see how and where God is leading him, as he is called upon to make difficult decisions in his office. Pray for unity and cooperation. Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 3 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long longsuffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. By unity and cooperation, this is not talking about compromising on convictions. We need to be steadfast for the truth. This is talking about dealing with each other fairly and with kindness, not allowing tempers to rise. Meekness is strength under control. Pray for humility. Philippians 2 verse 3 says, "...that nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, that each esteem other better than themselves." The Speaker and all other members of Congress are in office to serve and represent us. We the people are Caesar. Mr. Johnson reminded his colleagues in his speech that they are all appointed by God. I would challenge you to read Romans chapter 13. There is nothing good about pride. Satan and a third of the angels got tossed out of heaven due to pride. Pride was the very first reason that God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Not one person is self-made. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. James 1 verse 17. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. James 4 verse 6 and 1 Peter 5 verse 5. Pray for integrity. Proverbs 12 verse 22 says, Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Washington, D.C. is known as a place where people in office are pushed to compromise on things that they know to be morally wrong, we must pray that the speaker will resist the temptation. We must pray that the speaker will resist the temptation to take the easy road of compromise. When we walk in our integrity, God takes care of whatever follows. Pray for courage. Pray for courage. Joshua one nine says, "Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and have a good courage. Be not afraid; neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee." Whithersoever thou goest, it takes courage to stand up for righteousness when severe consequences may lie ahead. Mr. Johnson needs to keep his heart fortified and rest upon the promise that God will be with him in the midst of whatever opposition he faces. It was no small thing for Joshua to fill Moses' shoes. Likewise, it is no small matter for the statesman from Louisiana to take the helm of this important office. Pray for guidance. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Prayer is how we talk to God. God talks to us through his word, the Bible. Pray that Mr. Johnson will tend to his devotions daily. Pray for perseverance. Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. For the speaker, it will likely feel like he is doing nothing but butting heads at times, since he's dealing with many unsaved people who will resist his stand for truth. It will be easy for him to say, "What's the use? I'm not getting anywhere." He must remember he's fighting the good fight of faith. He needs God's help to fight the oncoming battles. Pray for justice. Isaiah one seventeen says, "Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow." Mr. Johnson must keep in remembrance who he is supposed to be serving. We must pray that he resists serving the clamoring special interest groups. Many of his colleagues have succumbed to those clamors. He needs to keep his ear bent towards the little voices, that is, those that many other representatives have muted and blocked out. Thankfully, the Louisianian statesman has told us to keep him accountable. We, as Christian brethren, must have accountability to each other. It is a struggle to put up with this world. Like Aaron and Hur held up Moses' hands, we need to hold up each other's hands. That's why I chose that picture to represent my podcast. Pray for patience. The latter part of Ephesians 4 verse 2 says we are to forbear one another in love. Indeed, our brother in Christ will have his patience tested with this congress. His position requires him to have the patience of Job, as James 5.11 states. We must pray and encourage the speaker to keep on keeping on. Pray for protection. Psalms 5.11 says, But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also, that love thy name, be joyful in thee. Those that are of their father the devil, as Jesus said of the Pharisees, will certainly level their attacks at our brother, which his wife and children will have to be personal witnesses of. I pray that Mr. Johnson's panel plea will be without chinks by which his enemies will attempt to thrust him. Pray for righteousness. Matthew 5 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Whatever passes through our eye and ear case, as John Bunyan says in his book, The Holy War, will come out. The more Brother Johnson lives in the Bible, the more the mind of Christ he will have to be able to, to make the right decisions. Pray for peacemaking. Matthew 5.9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. In leadership, there is a common temptation to rule with an iron fist and therefore, quote, lose your head. The speaker must be careful not to have the my way or the highway attitude. Pray for guidance in speech. Psalms 19.14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. This goes hand in hand with peacemaking. It's easy to get in the flesh and stick it to someone. We should never say something to win an argument. We need to be tactful in our speech and ensure that it is always with grace and seasoned with salt, as Paul says in Colossians 4, verse 6. Pray for God's will. Matthew 6, 10 which is the model prayer and not the Lord's Prayer, says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Sometimes if we aren't careful, we can get in the way and forget to let God do his work through us. He is the potter and we are the clay. Isaiah 64 8. This list can be found on FRC's website along with a pledge you may sign that says you will commit to holding up Speaker Johnson in prayer. The link can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening to Strengthening the Brethren Podcast. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you are listening via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please give a 5-star rating and review. Lastly, share with your friends so that they too can be encouraged and think upon the topics that come up on this podcast. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or anything else for me, you can contact me through my website at www.refreshingGodsWord.com. Or you may email me at stbpodcastkjv at gmail.com. Have a blessed weekend. I'll see you on Monday.